0: The nutrition facts of this podcast are as follows. Main ingredients include your co-hosts, Matthew Robinson, and myself, Molly Haslack. Molly! We love to eat, cook, and talk.
1: Molly, no one can hear you. I don't think recording in a restaurant was our best idea. Let's just take it to go. Hello and welcome to Take Out Tuesday, a post-pickup conversation between partners as we explore what takeout Tennessee eats, occasionally when we want. I'm your co-host, Matthew Robinson.
0: And I'm your co-host, Molly Haslag.
1: Now, these meals will be exclusively eaten on Tuesdays. You pitched this to me, and that's correct, right? Um...
0: Is that the only way this... No... No, we're just I think releasing Do them Tuesdays. Get
1: takeout on days other than Tuesday.
0: I think we got this on a Thursday. And what takeout is, Thursday doesn't sound as good.
1: What is what is touchdown Tuesday?
0: Touchdown is Tuesday is related to takeout? a sport. It's called football. Repeat after me, Matthew. Foot. That's
1: the one where they kick
0: Ball. things. What? Hmm? No.
1: Well, the other thing all I have to say about is place we're talking about today for takeout Tuesday is also in Memphis. And it's also named after a guy. Memphis really likes naming its locations after people. And despite knowing that, I can't read what this takeout container says because I can't read. So will you tell me where did we pick up food in Tennessee this week, Tuesday?
0: Well, Matthew, it was a Thursday and we went to... Gus's and its full title being Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken, which immediately, oh, immediately made me want to go because I love fried chicken so, so much. But as we know, Gus's is just not any fried chicken. In fact, it originally wasn't even named Gus's. So over. What? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even named Gus's to start. Do you want me to tell the story or no? Settle in. This one's going to take a minute. I'm... Okay. It's going to take a minute because Gus has been around for over 60 years, though it was originally started by Na, shortened for Napoleon, and Maggie Vanderbilt. You see, they were known for their famous fried chicken in Mason... Mason? Mason, Tennessee. Am I sure... Are we sure it's not Macon, Tennessee? Y'all, I wrote down Mason. I haven't lived in Tennessee that long. It's only been two years. We're just going to... I'm just going to slide right over that. But basically, everyone loved their fried chicken, and they started selling it out of the back of a tavern, which their initial idea behind it was they wanted to bring together the community. And unfortunately, at this time, it was a very divided community, specifically um, due to racial tension. So Na's idea was, we got to be making this chicken. We got to get black and white folks together sharing a meal um because food brings people together and that was their whole point behind it was they just wanted to share what they loved to do and share it with all the people in their community that they loved so i thought that was really special um and people actually liked it so much that they started contributing money to them so they could open their own restaurant because na and maggie couldn't afford to do that on their own so eventually in 1973, they opened Maggie's Short Orders in Mason, hopefully Mason, not Macon, Tennessee. <laughs> from there, um, they ran that for quite a while, but after they passed away, uh, their son, or it said Nas only son, so I don't know if this was separate from Maggie, but um, his nickname was Gus, and he opened Gus's Famous hot and spicy chicken, hot and spicy fried chicken. Now, this was not to be confused with Nashville hot chicken, because we all know that Nashville would probably have some problems with someone else having some spicy chicken. But Gus specifically talks about their chicken being southern spicy fried chicken, and they also specialize in homemade classic sides and desserts. Basically, Gus then, Gus's was then brought to Memphis um, by one of their biggest fans, Wendy McCrory. McCrory. Hardest name I've ever had to say. Um, who would actually go from Memphis to Mason to get this fried chicken. Even would like start working there on the weekends because she liked it so much. So she was a big part in bringing it to Memphis and opened its first location in downtown in 2001. So... From there, it's really exploded. If I counted right, and I'm not sure that I did, there are now over 38 locations. But of course, we were at the one in Memphis during our trip. And Gus's actually has some pretty solid Alkalades. Um, They're the current reigning champion of the National Fried Chicken Festival. Travel Channel has ranked it as the 12th tastiest restaurant in America. And GQ magazine said it's one of the top 10 restaurants in the world worth flying for for a meal. So basically, it's hyped as fuck. And that's all I got to say.
1: That is a lot of information on that takeout container. It does not look like it says that much.
0: It's It did. I read it from the container. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Well. Uh,
0: so, Matthew, we originally heard about this while we were doing a ghost tour, right?
1: Um, yes, we walked by it while we were taking a ghost and history tour.
0: So, you know, they were talking about stuff and someone's just like, oh, and that's Gus's right there. There are Gus's where I'm from, like not Jefferson City, but like in Missouri. They're all over the country. And have I ever once heard of it? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> well,
1: it does say world famous, not states famous.
0: It, But it, world famous, though, that's pretty impressive. And like, you know, people are it's hype you know, but Memphis I feel like specifically like has taken kind of like ownership of I'm sure like Mason Tennessee like they obviously have real ownership of it because that's where it started um as Maggie's short orders but people I feel like Memphis were, claims it
1: we're into it and for good reason mm-hmm. um is this kind of like um even despite its uh, popularity it still has that kind of hole in the wall feel like we were luckily in walking distance from where we were staying in Memphis. So once we heard about it, um, we, and, the, your family decided to get some to go. And we, so we walked to pick it up and, uh, it's this kind of, you know, small joint, uh, among all these taller buildings that have grown up around it. Um, although it's still a pretty, um, older, like part of town because Memphis itself is, is a, is a bit older and less, um, built up than other cities as of right now.
0: It's a bit less shiny than good old Nashville. Mm,
1: But in a really uh, comforting way, way, at least to me.
0: We loved Memphis overall, don't get us wrong.
1: And uh, and you walk in and it's basically just a uh, one-room restaurant as far as like sitting. It's just one sitting room and the counter's right there in front of you and you can see into two of the back uh, kitchen rooms right from there. Um, And it's right across the street from Old Dominic's Distillery, which is the only Tennessee whiskey distillery in Memphis slash, I think, West Tennessee. Um, There are other distilleries, but Old Dominic's the only one that makes Tennessee whiskey. And I learned this later and was upset about the fact that Old Dominic's actually lets you bring Gus's fried chicken in there to eat. So we could have gotten fried chicken and then gone across and sipped on some of the my favorite bourbon that I've had here in Tennessee.
0: Yeah. We were at Old Dominic's actually, what, two days before maybe? Mm -hmm. And we didn't have any chicken. Huge shout out to Old Dominic's. But, you know, we could smell it across the street. It was very tempting. We could see the line out the door. And I was like, dang, we have to get this chicken while we're here. But then, of course, after we picked up the chicken, Matthew wasn't able to get a bottle from Old Dominic's the day we were there because we were going on another event. Um, where we knew we probably wouldn't be able to just bring a bottle of liquor. So, you know, we just casually walked in. I was waiting outside. Some guy waved me in. He's like, well, come on in. Don't wait out here. And he's like, you know, you could eat that at the bar. And I was like, we could? And then I saw a sign that literally said, like, got some chicken. Come eat it at the bar. How exciting.
1: Very exciting. Titillating, one might even say. Now, instead of just saying the chicken, let's go ahead and... Tell everyone, what was our order?
0: Well, Matthew, I completed this order for our whole family. Um, from I ordered online, and we ordered a 16-piece fried chicken with a large mac and cheese. Thanks, Alex, for the suggestion. We had to get the mac and cheese
1: for you. It was a very large order.
0: Very large. Lots For, of chicken. There was more than sixteen pieces, I do believe.
1: I did not count because I was too busy feasting upon it. Of I mean, that tasty correct. foul flesh. Not Ew. like foul isn't bad, but foul isn't oh, bird flesh.
0: I don't like how he described it like that. <laughs> he was and, eating the chicken. I mean, he enjoyed the chicken.
1: I know how I feel. And at this point, I would normally say, what did you think? But I'm going to jump in front of you and say that this was the best fried chicken that I've ever had.
0: And these episodes are already going to be shorter because we're just talking about takeout. But I, I kind of agree, like. Grandma, rest in peace. I am so sorry. I love your fried chicken too, but this wins. I'm sorry. It's that spice. It's the little bit of spiciness to it. It was so crispy. It was a little greasy, but in the right way. It was so tender, so juicy, but so crispy. I just wanted to keep going. The smell. Oh, the smell. It It was all shoved. So good.
1: In a paper bag, then wrapped. And tied in a plastic bag around that, along with the the tub of mac and cheese, which was also full of chicken. And so this thing is just like steaming itself in this sort of mass soaking wet blob as we carried it back to where we were staying. And we take it out, and it's still perfect. Well, no, sorry. We go by bourbon, and then we go all the way, walk all the way back to where we were staying, and we take it out, and it's still perfectly crispy. And just that kick, not like Nashville hot chicken. You know, it it is it's got a kick and it is spicy, I guess. Um, but it's it's in a different element than like from a Nashville Papen hot chicken.
0: Paprika spicy rather than like a like buffalo Cayenne. spicy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe that. We might maybe scratch that. But there's some paprika there,
1: and it it was just crispy, delicious, and hot. And I don't really have much else to say about it. Other than that, I don't think I've had better fried chicken.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to go locate our our um closest Gus's fried chicken so I can go get more fried chicken. Um, Though I do think we should talk about the mac and cheese because we did also order that.
1: The mac and cheese was excellent.
0: It, it was mac and cheese. It was good.
1: It was creamy. It tasted it great. Creamy. We should have gotten it the larger cheesy. container.
0: We could have gotten the extra large. Th- this was like... Um, you know... It was like in a styrofoam cup kind if, of a vibe, but like a tall styrofoam cup. If that gives anyone a if good visual,
1: you're considering ordering from Gus's. Do uh, it. Just go ahead, treat yourself. Get the extra large size and get a few extra pieces of fried chicken.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna have like maybe two. But like we're like talking about how many we're gonna we need to order, and I'm like, oh, I'm probably gonna have like two pieces. No. No, that was bullshit. I had three in the first sitting and then I had leftovers later.
1: You're going to have one or two or three if that was your plan. And then you're going to want more. And then you'll be full after you've eaten more. But then you know what's going to happen.
0: You're going to get hungry later.
1: You're going to get hungry later and wish you had more of that same thing.
0: Three hours later, I was like, I could eat more chicken.
1: So in fact, you would just want to go be able to go to your fridge and reheat that which is exactly what we did the next morning. So Molly, how were the leftovers?
0: Why'd you say the next morning? Mine was like literally a couple hours later. We left the next morning.
1: Did we not eat them next morning?
0: No, you had it later before we went out. (laughs) Anyway, um, leftovers were great. I mean, with anything fried, would it be best to heat it up in like an oven, an air fryer, on the stove, Yes, it would be. But we were in a rental for, you know, a couple of days in Memphis. So I just threw mine in the microwave and I had no issue with it. I had one of the larger like be- breast pieces um, heated up and straight up just ate it with my bare hands like a savage. And I enjoyed every minute of
1: it. Like you are supposed to eat it. And you know, of course it's going to lose its crispiness a little unless you're heating it up a different way, but in the microwave that's how it be sometimes but the flavor was still there and I still felt almost as satisfied as I did the first time eating it. So, would you say in your humble opinion that this Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken is a good place to get takeout or pick up from?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um first of all, it was easy to order um did it from online they didn't make me order like order um they didn't make me download like an app or anything you know you could get this for like delivery and stuff too we already we were walking over there that was part of our scheme is just to go pick it up so made it really easy they were very communicative um communicative jesus words today um they're very communicative of like when it would be ready like i got updates like okay like it's gonna be This next 10 minute block, um, we did end up getting there early and they were able to fetch it for us early, which was super nice, but like really good experience. I would like if it didn't maybe come just stuffed in a paper bag because like we did walk with it for a little bit and that could have been bad.
1: I feel like that just feels right though.
0: I mean, it, it did, but it would have probably been easier if you knew you were going to have it for a while before eating it to not be in a paper bag because like it was like soaking up some grease. It was kind of falling apart. Hmm. Like, it was fine. I love um, it. Like nothing bad happened, but I'm just, just saying just something bad bag. could happen and I would protect that chicken with my life. So. Just eat
1: the bag. Get some more fiber in your diet. Ew. <laughs> so this has um, Tennessee Eats stamp to go stamp of approval. I thought I was stamping. (laughs) You stamp, I stamp. We all stamp for Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken. What if you were going to give a rating to this food, possibly with a number, but something else if you really wanted to, just the food, because we did get takeout. We didn't eat in. We didn't, uh, you know, have service outside of their to-go service or anything like that. We didn't spend a lot of time there um, because they were very fast and efficient. So just thinking about the food, not the overall experience, what rating would you give Gus's?
0: Well, Matthew, I know we're doing a different kind of episode, but I'm going to keep my rating at a
1: mm-hmm. out of 10. Mm-hmm.
0: And out of 10, I'm going to give the food at Gus's World Famous Fried Chicken a 9.8. What? Yes. It was my favorite fried chicken. I really liked it. I can still taste the fried chicken if I think about it. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still dreaming about it. I'm still... Craving it. I'm still going to find the closest location and go to it Um, uh, now. I don't know. We don't. Well, we do have dinner plans, but we don't have dinner plans. So we could go now.
1: Uh, Yeah. 9.8. We 8. could probably Thank get you. back in time for bedtime.
0: And Matthew, would you care to share a rating? I think he's speechless, y'all.
1: You know, I would love to give as a rating, but I think that I would prefer not to because the moment... I give it a rating, it becomes concrete, and I truly do not think that the experience of eating their fried chicken is something that can be nailed down.
0: All right. Well, I
1: just want more.
0: I guess and that says it
1: all. I don't know why we haven't thought about Googling where the closest Gus's location is, and I hope it's not Memphis, although I want to go um, back to Memphis. No, honey, there's is...
0: some closer to here. Don't worry.
1: Oh, okay. Whew. I was getting a little scared there. Well, I think so.
0: There are multiple locations in Tennessee, though.
1: It is a bit easier to plan picking up food than like going out on a date and having dinner or lunch or brunch or whatever somewhere. So we did kind of overbook ourselves in terms of number and amount of food that we're going to eat for takeout Tuesdays because they can only be done on Tuesdays. And Molly, if we don't run... Right now, we are going to miss our next pickup.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, uh, It's not... Molly... You know it's not Tuesday, though, right? Listen to me.
1: I need you to leave the mic.
0: Otherwise, we wouldn't be Molly, home at 3.30 in the afternoon. I know recording, but
1: we have to go. Oh, uh, Molly, let's go. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for listening to Take Out Tuesday, a bonus episode of Tennessee Eats. Please subscribe on your podcast service of choice and leave a review... Hold on. I don't think the employees like that I'm in their closet, but podcasting stops for no one. Our podcast was not sponsored by the highlighted location, but we encourage giving them a try. Until next time, tip your service staff, kiss the cooks, and remember Memphis eats more than barbecue.